Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. All right, everybody, welcome to this episode of the podcast. I have a very, very special guest this time. Like I said, we only bring in the, you know, the best guests are really valuable to you guys. And we have a really good, great guest today. Dr. Matthew Loop is with us today. If you don't know Dr. Matthew, I'd be surprised, especially if you're in the healthcare world. He's pretty much the leading expert in social media and chiropractic and healthcare practices today. He's written a bestseller book on Amazon, Social Media Made Me Rich. And uh, if you're online, he's pretty much everywhere you, you'd expect him to be out there with great stuff. And uh, me and Matt have been connected through Facebook. And I think I even bought his program many years ago, learning social media marketing. And I love his message and everything I read on his. He's really kind of on the same point, on the same track as me. He's a direct response want to see your volts advertising guy and uh, just really smart guy. And the best thing I appreciate about Matt, and we'll get into this a little bit, but he just shares a ton of value. So you see, you know, other people in this industry promoting and posting and, but uh, Matt's just always giving out information and it's always valuable. And I, I, I find myself somewhat knowledgeable in this stuff and I, you know, help people market their businesses as well. But, you know, Matt's always got the latest and greatest stuff out there. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Loop. How are we doing today in Atlanta? Dr. Fetich, thanks for having me. I appreciate the invite. It's uh, actually pretty warm today, which has been a beautiful thing since we had this cold front the past couple of weeks. So excited to be on, though. It's a long winter here in New Jersey, too. But uh, so I want to start a little story. I mean, I know you're a practicing chiropractor like myself and moving on to the social media realm. And give us a little bit of your backstory from the, the chiropractor to the social media maven that you are today. Absolutely. My journey into consulting is accidental. I started off as a chiropractor, went to Life University at first, then got caught up in the whole accreditation mishap, ended up transferring to Logan to finish out my school, but I knew I still wanted to come back to Atlanta. And then you know, once I got out, like most doctors, I just wanted to help people. That's what we go to school for. We go to school to help people. Unfortunately, I didn't get the business training that I thought I should have in school, so I was a little bit naive when, it, you know, when I came outside. I didn't know that sometimes I would actually have to uh, render a service and then wait two to three months for the insurance check to come in. So I just I, I wasn't thinking in the business mindset at that stage. So I was had a fairly busy practice, but eventually I got to a point where I had a thousand dollars in bill due the following week. I've got this massive student loan debt of one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and you know my credit cards were maxed because I was trying to go at all this different advertising, figure out what was working, what wasn't, spending money on newspapers radio and uh, late night television ads and things like that. Some of it hit a little bit, but it just really got me in the hole. And uh, I just, at one point in time, I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to make this work? If I don't make something happen fast, I'll have to close my doors and take a job waiting tables. That's not what I signed up for when I went to grad school. So um, anyway, my what it ended up happening is my ex-girlfriend's father took me out to check a Bahama Breeze because he found out what terrible 
financial situation that I was in. He floated me that $2,000 check, and I was very humbled at the time. I didn't want to take it, but I just didn't have any other choice. And so right around, I would say, 2005-ish is when I started to really immerse myself into MySpace. Do you remember MySpace at all? <laughs> I do. I was definitely on MySpace back then. We're about the same age, so I've been through. This story sounds pretty familiar. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it was great network, you know, bring back MySpace. But, uh, <laughs> you know, those were real people. And I began to connecting with people that were five miles from my office that had certain interests. And then I found out that periodically a trickle of those individuals would actually call the office or come in. And I was blown away. And eventually I started just learning the systems a little bit better and reading books like Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini or E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And then he's really opened my eyes to buyer psychology, building trust relationships, and understanding about the components of the practice. It's not just the technician as the chiropractor, but there's a managerial component. There's an entrepreneurial component. And something just clicked right around that time where eventually that little trickle of patients turned into 10, 15 new patients a month and other chiropractors that were friends initially got word of what I was doing and were like, hey, you know, how are you using this network to grow your practice? And then I started showing them and they started telling their friends and inside and outside the profession. So Mm -hmm. I had accidentally created a second business. Then I had to learn how to package my knowledge and expertise to like into an information product and DVD, and that was a whole different le- set of learning there. But I eventually did it, and then it was just cutting into my practice time so much that I just had to make a decision. I love taking care of patients in the office, but I figured, you know, if I can help thousands of doctors reach millions of patients, that's a really cool um, undertaking. So I kind of set my course toward the consulting element. And then it just exploded right around 2006 and 2007. So, you know, I've spoken everywhere, authored, social media made me rich, um, you know, been featured at Harvard. So I'm very blessed for the opportunities that have been a result of just getting this out there. Yeah, you've created quite the name for yourself. I've followed you pretty much the whole time since 2005. I remember that. I think that's when I bought your original program back then. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, you've grown quite a bit. It's been quite the impressive run up there. I think you're, you're, one of your big advantages is that, you know, one, you're, you're always seem to be the first to know everything, which we'll get into in a second. And, you know, you started back in 2005, you know, I was still riding the newspaper wave and all those old forms of marketing were still working back then. So I, I didn't get into it a little bit later. So I think you got the first mover advantage there. How do you keep up on it? I mean, you are seem to be like the, you know, the first person to be up on the newest changes. And how do you keep up on all these fast changes so much? Well, certainly I wade through a lot of material every day. You know, I, I always check what's going on in the major publications and uh, like the social media element, the news. I, I do a lot of experimentation and testing, spending a lot of money myself, my yeah. team, um, and private clients. So we're able to test certain things in certain markets that most people aren't able to test yet. And certainly when Facebook rolls out new features, um, you know, we spend enough money with them as an example that we get early access to a lot of these things. And so I try to keep my finger on the pulse. Plus I do attend, masterminds and events. I, I, I like to think that I know social media pretty well, but early on I didn't, I mean, social media was kind of one, you know, one element or one pillar of the marketing. I didn't understand copywriting. I didn't understand uh, just tra- traditional paid AdWords where I didn't understand um, how to influence people in certain ways or you know, like there's so many elements to this. So I, I try to stay connected with people that are a lot smarter than I am in just, you know, have built 
seven, eight-figure businesses and always trying to level up, and uh, that seems to do the trick pretty well. Yeah, you brought up something good in there that wasn't on my uh, list I want to talk to you a little bit more about. You, know, you said the pillars thing, and one of the talks I gave to the state chiropractic associations a couple of states I did was my talk was pillars of Internet marketing. And I think, okay. you know, like you said, is that people think, oh, I just do Facebook ads or I just do Google AdWords, and that these things all need to work together, and it's not just doing one thing. And I think that's why docs and some people don't get the results they want. Um, so maybe you can expand on that a little bit, Doc. Yeah, you're 100% right. Um, and like what I've always tried to teach is, and, and listen, I love Facebook. I love Google. There's a time and place for all of these things. But I've been around enough to know that algorithms change, social networks change, and once that change happens, you could go from good standing to violating their terms of service literally overnight. I've had that happen. I've had accounts banned on Google, on YouTube, and all these other channels for not really doing anything flagrant just because they didn't like one certain thing at this point in time after they used to have it and uh, they didn't have a problem with it before. So it's important to have your um, marketing pillars set up like the Parthenon. And if one goes down, you still have other pillars that are supporting the structure, whether that is the Facebook organic component, which is you know getting really, really tough these days. Organic reach is on life support. The advertising component with Facebook, the YouTube element, of ranking videos on search engines or the YouTube advertising component or the search engine optimization pillar or, you know, the public relations pillar or the podcasting or whatever. I mean, there's all these things that should be aligned. And uh, the power comes in, at least what I've seen working with clients. Yeah, I mean, I know doctors that are attracting 50-plus new patients from Facebook ads, but I also know doctors that are doing that same number, combining everything together, and some doing a lot more. So it's just... I'm always a big believer in a diverse, diversified approach. Yeah, some great points in there, too. Yeah, I just kind of tell clients, you know, one plus one isn't two with this stuff. It's one plus one equals three. You know, Google owns mm-hmm. YouTube, and you're doing something on YouTube, and that affects your Google rankings. And, you know, we still do Absolutely. great with uh, Google AdWords. You know, they, it's not as sexy as Facebook advertising, but it still works. <laughs> As long as yeah. it brings them in the door, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no right or wrong. And I like I have a lot of clients who use AdWords, and you can certainly do it profitably. There's a lot of testing involved, and you can expect to spend more money. But that's not necessarily a bad thing at all because you're paying for search traffic, and if you're getting at least a five-to-one return, that's, that's great. Now, you can certainly get a lot higher, whether it's on AdWords or Facebook advertising. But, I mean, you know, if you can – put a dollar into the ATM and it spits out five every time, well, who's going to complain about that? Yeah, and right there is why I invited you on there and why I love your stuff is that you care about that stuff. There's a lot of these internet mar- you know, just getting leads and these piles of leads and put everybody in your funnel, and it's not money ringing the cash register. So me and you are same cloth there. Yeah, I'll spend 1000 to make five. I'll spend 20 You know, the numbers will keep going, but just to spend money to get leads in a bucket that don't go anywhere or in your funnel that don't go anywhere – but really measuring your ROI, I think we're both on the same page there. That's the way to do it. Exactly. And if you and if you really stand the test of time and you're committed to the long term, you eventually get what's known as the branding effect, where, where now where people have heard about me or known about me, at least, for example, in chiropractic, yeah, I've created a lot of great content and helped a lot of doctors, but at the same time, I've just stuck with the process. And even those that didn't initially convert into clients I mean, many eventually convert into clients, and they know my name. They know that I'll, you know, I typically stay on top of this stuff, and that's that's priceless once you hit that level of critical mass in the marketplace. Yeah, exactly. We had a couple months ago, a random person called the office screaming and yelling, 
I saw your YouTube commercial again. I'm so sick of seeing your stuff all over the Internet. I never come in there just because I'm so tired of it. And the girls were all upset at the front desk. That's a good thing. That means we're doing our job. And I, I kind of got a good kick out of that. We say no one a good job when people complain seeing their face too much online. <laughs> That's, I've actually had the same thing on Facebook ads. And uh, it was probably two years ago where some guy just said, this is the most annoying ad that I've ever seen on the Internet in my life. It was pre- it was pretty hysterical. But I mean, he was really serious. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. He doesn't know how to use the network, unfortunately. He can block these ads. and uh, But it was yeah. pretty I, – I feel I feel you. That's how you know you're doing a good job. I think Dan Kennedy is the original person that said that. If you're not annoying people with your advertising once in a while, you're probably not doing it right, right? Yeah, he's a master. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the big thing we want to talk about, you know, everybody's talking about Facebook advertising, and you've been on this bandwagon forever, and and I've been doing Facebook for a while as well, but Facebook advertising is changing quicker than uh, most of us can keep up on, except for you. So give us a little, uh, some insight into Facebook, their advertising, their changing algorithms, and uh, kind of what's going on there, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. There's still a huge opportunity for chiropractors that actually do this the right way. And my approach to Facebook advertising has always been a multi-layered approach where, you know, we don't just go after, quote, leads um, or, you know, I never really liked the term lead or prospect anyway. It's a very cold and indifferent term. But we, um, like, we like to have many layers. So one component should be this personal story component where you are putting yourself out there. People know your background. They know that you're human, that you're trying not to be this perfect scripted piece of plastic or this uh, just this untouchable being. And I find that the more vulnerable you are in certain elements, that can create more of a bond with the audience. So crafting a promotion that really revolves around your personal story, that's always going to work. And so that's one of the layers that you certainly want to have in place. Another layer of the online outreach on Facebook advertising is to have great video content that demonstrates, let's say, activities of daily living, showing people how to preserve their spine, you know, common household chores, giving them good, insightful tips and valuable information. Those things get shared like crazy if you do them in a certain way. Now, you can also do adjusting style videos, but I will caution you that you need to explain every single thing that you're doing right to the T because you never want to leave anything, the, the, the prospective patient to assume anything. That's where a lot of docs get in trouble and completely lose the audience or have a lot of negative feedback because they're not explaining thoroughly and they don't know how to structure that piece of content. The, you know, another component of the ads element would be, let's say, the, the, the lead gen that you can do on Facebook where you are collecting names, emails, and phone numbers. But even with that, like, if you have a great personal story that's compelling, if you have a great video, all of those things can attract patients on the front end for very, very little cost. And then you can also get that long-term branding for literally a 50th of what you spend on conventional media. So there has to be many different layers to your strategy. Some are just going to be out there building goodwill in the community. Others are going to be giving with great content and then retargeting on the back end, as an example, you know, targeting somebody that watched your video for 50% of the time. We can do that. We can upload our patient email lists to Facebook. We can uh, hit them with special promotions or new content or if we're having a patient appreciation day. So that stuff is going to be relevant and still will be relevant going into this year. Now, Facebook is changing some of their uh, targeting criteria simply because of all this backlash that's come based on their, their spying, essentially, or selling our data. <laughs> but as advertisers, 
we kind of already knew how sophisticated this was. Facebook tracks you like the NSA. I mean, they really, really <laughs> track you. Your purchase behavior, if you go to Amazon right now and purchase a pain relief product, they know about it. So what's happening that's interesting is a lot of browsers like Safari, Firefox, and Chrome, they're starting to implement this, this um, ad-blocking software or this, this software that allows Facebook not to track you once you're off the network. So this is going to be interesting, and I don't really know how much of an impact that's going to have, but it will certainly create an impact for um, chiropractors and other advertisers at this stage. Facebook also said they're taking away behavioral targeting, which means that you're not going to be able to target by purchase behavior anymore. And that's coming this May, if, not, if I'm not mistaken. So there are changes that are happening. Again, there's still huge opportunity with the network. Costs per conversion, costs per clicks, they're definitely rising. But if you have great content and you know how to stand out above the noise, you're still going to do very well on Facebook. So those are just some things to expect and some ways that you can still really capture your audience and get known and then ultimately bring people in the door. Yeah, it was a lot of good stuff. I hope you guys were all paying attention there. I think Matt gave away about 10 really good nuggets just in that couple couple minutes there is going on. So a lot of good stuff. I like what you said about that short tail and long tail kind of, and that's what I kind of leave in too. So we'll, you know, do ads and just testimonials of patients out there. And, you know, sometimes uh-huh. you'll get the person that'll say, you know, I, you know, I got knee pain, they test knee pain, they come in, but then you get those kind of long tail where they've seen a couple testimonials of you over time and then they come uh-huh. in. So I do like that approach you're talking about as well. It's pretty interesting yeah. when talking about the Facebook. I, sh- I shared you an article with the blocking, and then or you posted you know, just right after we are kind of going back and forth something about uh, you know, well, where else are the small businesses going to go for marketing. And it's, it's kind uh-huh. of true. I mean, where are you going to spend your money? There's no newspaper and TV and all that kind of stuff. Well, Facebook does kind of got us locked down there, don't you think? Yeah, well, it's, it's still the place to be and spend your money. Now, granted, you know, YouTube has its own ad platform. Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, they have their own ad platform. And there are many other places to go for paid advertising online. But for the average chiropractor, that's still the most reasonable and fastest way to flip a switch and connect with your ideal client. And so we're, we definitely want to use that in conjunction with all the other pillars. As we talked about before, when you diversify your marketing, when you hit it from many different angles, you've got traffic coming in from all different directions, and then eventually you just become that go-to person in your marketplace. People see you all over. They know, like, and trust you. And, um, you know, you become unstoppable. Absolutely. Yeah, speaking of some of those other, you know, to me it's hard to envision any of these other social networks being really good advertising markets for chiropractors just based on our target market and that kind of stuff. But who do you see as the next generation or taking over? You know, Snapchat seems to be having a struggle and, and the, who's supposed to be the Facebook killer? I mean, what do you see as the next, next, next big player out there? Well, I think that Snap is definitely having some difficulties. And in, in, in terms of the chiropractic demographic, traditionally it hasn't been. But you know, there are certain markets that will defy that rule and that there, is, there are more older, like more of a geriatric population. But it's not very common. So it will be interesting to see in the next six months or so if they make their ads platform, I would say, more user-friendly for the average small business and they add more options. So that's still a real possibility. But, again, I don't believe it's matured enough at this stage for the average uh, chiropractor to really devote a lot of time and attention on there. Now, Instagram is a different story because many people are migrating from Facebook to Instagram because it's like Facebook without the whining. That's one of the elements. <laughs> and then a lot of the younger generation 
is trying to get away from their parents. You know how the shifts come. They don't want to be on the same network with their parents. But with Instagram itself, you've got, I mean, at least, I want to say over half of the network is over the age of 30 now, which is, which is pretty substantial. So that does present an opportunity. You know, you might pay a little bit more there. And these are images that you have to get in front of. So your image has to grab and grab, and, and grab the attention and out. And then you should have a little bit of text in the image itself. Facebook does have their own 20% text rule, which applies to Instagram on top of it. So your total text will need to be less than 20% of the image. So it is worth certainly testing over on a network like that. But essentially, Facebook can still buy out anyone that comes or, or challenge <laughs> them. Now, if they keep abusing the data that they, that they already have, and personally, I don't, uh, I don't trust Facebook, never have. I just know how that stuff works, but that's irrelevant because it's still a great platform for us to make a huge impact. But they've been just buying everyone, and eventually it could be the next MySpace. Who knows? We'll have to kind of play it by ear and see how it goes. Yeah, I do see there's an opportunity with all these missteps, but you know who's who's big enough to take them on? Like you said, you know, I think that's the uh, that's the thing. I do see the the hole there, but I don't see anybody sneaking through. Yeah, I don't remember who talk- said it. I don't remember who said it, but. Uh, it was somebody said this probably ten years ago. I heard it. Marketers ruin everything. So <laughs> once once you're actually on the network, right? Like Facebook right now, there's so many ads there that I think that's part of the problem too. People are just getting annoyed with so many advertisements. The same thing happened with MySpace, and they had the spam problem. So history is repeating itself. It's just going to be interesting how they how they navigate those waters because if they don't, then there's definitely a massive migration going to take place. Yeah, the opportunity is there. We'll see what will happen. It will be interesting to play out. Next thing I want to talk to you about today, Doc, is your book, um, Social Media Made Me Rich. Pretty funny. I read it when it first came out on a Kindle. I'm not usually a Kindle guy. I like paper books, especially like Dr. Loop's book is real practical. You're going to want to underline things and highlight things. I have to be on vacation, actually, the Dominican Republic, so I bought it on a Kindle, which I usually like a book like this to be paper. So I just reordered yeah. it on paper, so I can dog ear it and underline and all that. But uh, tell us a little bit about the book, Doc. Yeah, Social Media Made Me Rich subtitled, Here's How It Can Do the Same for You, shows you what the world's highest paid internet entrepreneurs are doing to multiply their impact, their influence, and their monthly income using platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Google. There are some local marketing strategies in there for the average chiropractor, and there are many strategies in there that will show you how to take your brand more global. And you know, I think a lot of times doctors think much too small. And we have a message that can impact millions upon millions of people, but many chiropractors just don't know how to get it out to the world. So I, essentially I take you back and pull back the curtain on how I've built my empire online in ways that I've monetized my business and share with you other people that I've learned from or strategies that will help you, even if you're starting from zero. So it's a great book. I used to charge $15,000 for that information in that book, for total immersion days I train clients. And so for, for 30 bucks, it's a steal of a deal, which you get access to. And it, it works if you do. That's the bottom line. You know, little by little, step by step, eventually that snowball will turn into an avalanche. Now, a lot of doctors still reference my social media elite program for building their practices, or they want to connect with me for the private coaching element. So I offer many different levels and trainings based on where you are in your practice, but social media made me rich. It's just a great way to start. Don't let it overwhelm you. Don't read it before bedtime because you might get all these ideas going through your head and not be able to sleep. 
But there, I, put, you know, I put my heart and soul in that book, and there's so many testimonials and reviews that came out of it. And we get emails every week, you know, from docs saying that this helped transform my life, and I'm doing this now, and blah blah blah. And it's it's just a beautiful experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great book. I highly recommend it. I'm on Amazon right now, 122 five-star reviews. I mean, you don't even have like one non-five-star review on there. So, yeah, definitely pick that up on Amazon or anywhere else that you may feel fit. And how are some other ways that everybody can get in touch with you, Dr. Loop? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can check out my blog at MatthewLoop.com. I also have a free blog or free um, Facebook marketing cheat sheet. It's 22 pages. Most doctors love this when they go through it. You can go to dcincome.com slash go slash cheat sheet. To download that, just tell me where to send it, and then um, you know, we can stay connected. Once, you're, once you enter your name and email, you'll be on my email list, and if you just reply to any of those emails, if you ever have a question, you know, I certainly I'll answer your question or you know, provide you the tools and resources to, to fast-track you. Plenty of opportunity with social media. It's just how you dial it in, and whether you're a beginner in practice or whether you're already getting great results and you know you're capable of more, there's still opportunity for growth, and you know I'd love to help you. Yeah, and if you guys aren't following him on social media as well, get on and follow Matt. I mean, I read all these books, and I go to seminars almost as much as him, and I just follow him on Facebook. I'll pick up something every one, like pretty regularly from him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like he's just sharing constantly, and that's one of the things I think we're on the same page too. We just give a lot of value, and the more you give, the more he comes back. But if you're not following him, he just gives so much value for no charge. I mean, just get online and follow on Facebook or, or whatever social media you're on, but he's just always giving out great stuff. So I really appreciate that, Matt. Yeah, no, I try to practice what I preach and it's true. You know, if you, the more you give, the more you get. And a lot of people just, they, they it's, it's easier to stand out in this world than you think. Cause we have a lot of takers. I, I was like what Joe Polish says, life gives to the givers and takes from the takers. It's one of my favorite quotes ever. Yeah. That, you can apply that to online business and practice. And I've just tried to have that as a center of my philosophy, and it's it's really worked out well. So, yeah, another good point. I think we're we're on the same page. So many things, but yeah, there's so many people, especially in our industry, just take take take, and that's why I do this podcast: give free information out to docs, and you give them free stuff out. I think it's a good way to kind of tell who's really knows what they're doing by seeing who's given the most out there. And it is true that it comes back in spades for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so thanks for joining us, Doctor Loop. Uh, he gave you information. Check out his book, Social Media Me- Social Media Made Me Rich. Here's how it can do the same for you. It's Matthew Loops, available everywhere, but Amazon, obviously, and his website's great info. And I highly recommend you follow him on social media because even, you know, I, I said I think I'm a little bit of a knowledgeable guy, and I pick up something from Matt pretty regularly, so it's really great value. So thanks for joining us today, Dr. Loop. Have a great day. Thanks, thanks Dr. Pettich. <laughs> All right, Matt. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, clinic director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.drjamesfetish.com. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.